Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Go big or go home. What's happening? Welcome into another Nats Insider podcast. We're getting close to the all-star break. And with that, in addition to what's going on out at the Major League Midsummer Classic, there's an annual event that features the top prospects across Major League Baseball and the Nats are going to have two guys going this year. Both of them are going to join me on the Nats Insider podcast here today. Kate Cavalli went to the Futures game last year, pitched a scoreless inning, struck out two hitters, and showcased some wipeout stuff in that appearance. He's going to go back to the Futures game for a second straight year. The Nationals' first-round pick back in 2020 will be joined by a Futures game newcomer. Their 10th round pick last year in 2021, Darren Baker, will be going to the Futures game for the first time. He's in the midst of his first full pro season, and he's gotten the call to go to the Futures game. A very cool opportunity for two of the Nationals' prospects, one who is at AAA Rochester and Cade Cavalli, another who is at High A in Darren Baker. Cool stuff all around. Cade, as I mentioned, will go back for a second straight year. Darren will be going and joining his dad, Dusty, out in L.A. Dusty obviously played for the Dodgers for a number of years, was a star outfielder for them, and will be out for the Midsummer Classic managing the American League team. So it's going to be a Baker affair out there in L.A. for the All-Star break, the Futures game featuring Darren, and then the Midsummer Classic featuring his dad, Dusty. So really cool there for the Baker family, and cool for Kate Cavalli to go back for a second straight year. Let's start on our Nats Insider podcast with Cade. This is a guy that rose through the minor league ranks last year, starting at high A, ending up at triple A Rochester. And that's where he's been to this point in the 2022 season. His numbers over the last handful of weeks are getting better and better. He's going deeper into games. He's limiting the damage allowed. And the strikeout to walk ratio is getting better as well. Cade Cavalli, a... Strong prospect, and as you'll hear, as you heard in our interview last year, and as you'll hear in this interview as well, a really cerebral pitcher as well. And cool talking to him and getting uh, a chance to learn about last year's Futures game experience and how he's progressed since then. So here now is my interview with the Nationals' top prospect and a guy that's going back to the Futures game, Cade Cavalli. Cade, how you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. We talked at exactly this time last year, right around the time that you found out that you were going to the Futures game the first time around. Now you're going back. So I, I got to know, what were the best parts of the experience last year? You threw a scoreless inning. You punched out two. We know we know the box score numbers, which were impressive. But what was the experience like the first time around? And what are you excited to get to participate in again this time? It was, it was awesome. It was, uh, you know, it's like that that first big league taste like they, they treat you like a big leaguer and uh whenever I I remember whenever I left the whole experience it was just like you you want to be there you know that that's what we're working for and it gives you a little bit of taste and a little bit of fire to go 
go get your dream. And that's what I've been working for is to get back to being able to play in parks like that, play in front of the, the crowd like that and um, try to go win games in those environments, which that's what you dream of. And the, the whole, the whole experience, it was, it was big league experience and it was, it was really, really cool, cool to be a part of. You've been around, you know, some highly rated prospects for a while now, but how cool was it to be at an event like that where everyone who's there is thought of as not just a future big leaguer, but a potential future big league star. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. And it's, it's cool to see your stuff go play against that kind of competition. And yeah. uh, like I said, last year I, in the bullpen, it was, it was really, really exciting for me because um, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to learn and everyone on the field is trying to learn, but we get to kind of pick each other's minds in the bullpen and see what we're trying to do with the ball. And there's a lot, there's a lot of talent and, uh, you know, a lot of great baseball minds there that you can learn from. And that's what I was trying to do, walking into it, trying to, you know, pick something from each guy. Cause these guys here, they have these strengths that are unique in baseball and they got unique tools and unique talents. And, uh, it's really cool to watch it on display and try to try to be able to learn from it. And, you know, they're, they're doing the same from you, which is really cool. Was there anything that, that stands out in your head from those conversations last year with a particular guy or a particular moment that still resonates with you a year later? Yeah. I, I mean, I, with my slider, I moved my thumb up because Max Meyer, I, I noticed on his, he had his thumb up a little bit higher than what I was doing. And I mean, you know, he's got a dirty slider and, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm gonna try it, and that's kind of what I what I've been using. So, like, you just pick up little things like that. Just that that little example. Kate, what type of adrenaline did you have going through you when you took the mound for that inning last year? I mentioned you struck out two, but you also hit triple digits on I think three straight pitches. Like, you, you typically have pretty good velo, but triple digits for three in a row is, is pretty impressive stuff. What what was going through you in that inning? It's it's so weird it's always a lead up. The lead up is whenever I get the most adrenaline, you know, I'm in the pan. I can't wait to get out there. I'm super excited. And then when I get out there, I feel very comfortable, very relaxed. And that's, that's what you try to prepare your mind and body for. And that's how I felt, but it's, it's different than starting because, you know, I only had one inning. So I kind of went out there and I was like, all right, I'm going to throw a little bit harder today. Like see what, see what I could do. Let it eat a little bit. I have to try to go seven innings. You know, I got one inning, so let's, let's go pitch a little bit, but you know, put a little bit more on there. So that's what I was trying to do. And I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do that this year or not, but we'll, we'll see. It'll be a game time decision. Game time decision. Yeah. Feel it out as you go. Um, Cade, when, when I talked to you last year, you were in the midst of, your first full year of affiliated ball, not including the alternate site, which we can throw out. We talked about how you got some, some good learning experience out of that. But last year, you got to play in real games. And you, you went on quite a run from starting at high A to finishing the year at AAA. And, and now you're kind of entrenched at AAA Rochester, and you're getting to go through that grind against that level of competition every fifth day. How would you say that you're a different pitcher, maybe a more advanced pitcher now than you were at this time last year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've made a ton of strides, not only physically, not only mechanically, but mentally. And um, I think that plays a huge part because, you know, the stuff has been there and um, it's all about kind of just honing in, being able to compete in the zone with it and uh, be able to do it on a consistent basis and, you know, you got to find your body. You got to find who you are. You got to find what kind of pitcher you want to be before you can do all that stuff. And that's what, you know, I've been feeling through 
last year, being able to get that experience of actually getting out and being able to throw every sixth day. And you can't beat experience. And uh, as you know, I, I didn't pitch a whole lot in college. So, the, I mean, these seasons have been really awesome. And just being able to get out there and post my starts and learn from them. Um, and being able to stay healthy is huge. But, uh, no, it's, it's been a really, really fun ride. And I'm learning a ton. Um, just being able to compete in the zone, like I said, it's just made me a different pitcher. And I think that it's made uh, the guys at bats a little more uncomfortable. You mentioned competing in the zone at the lower level of the minors. You're going to get more swings and misses out of the zone. Your, your stuff is going to be able to be effective even when you're not throwing it for strikes because you've got you've got nasty stuff. What have you noticed about the triple A level and kind of to your point about competing in the zone, forcing you to have more command of your stuff and be able to get swings and misses and weak contact on pitches that are in the strike zone. Right. Yeah. It, just like you said, it's, it's about that weak contact and uh, getting early outs. You know, I don't have to punch everyone's ticket. Um, strikeouts are cool, but you know, we're, we're here to get outs and that's what I've been trying to do. And uh, you know, mixing in and out up and down with the fastball, making it a different pitch. And um, you know, I think, the, I think honestly, one of the biggest things in my outings that if people went and looked at was whether or not I was landing my curveball early. And if I can land that curveball early and show, you know, I'm going to be throwing strikes with it, um, that's whenever you can really start expanding with it because you can start on the middle tunnel, kind of have it go out. But, it, right. you know, if you're not landing a curveball, they can go up there and be like, they see curveball out of hand, it's an auto take, and you're just right. hoping. And, I mean, there's a lot of movement, and so you're just hoping that, I mean, they're hoping that it's going to be a ball. So whenever I'm really honing in and I'm, pounding uh, the strike zone with that curveball. And then the change has been really good for me this year. Um, you know, I'm throwing it in some really good counts and getting a good early contact, really, really good uh, early outs with it. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to keep growing that pitch as well. You mentioned the the change that you made to your slider a little bit with, with that thumb position. You mentioned the, the confidence growing in the changeup. How much more uh, – I guess overall confidence do you have now in your entire arsenal than you did this time last year? Have you noticed a big change in your ability to throw all of your pitches and, and have uh, real intent behind them uh, as compared to maybe leaning more fastball curveball earlier on in your career? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it comes with knowing who you are as a pitcher and knowing what you're trying to do with the ball. And, you know, last year I, I knew what I wanted to do, but like I hadn't completely found, and I'm not saying I have to this day because everyone's still learning, but sure. um, there is that, that experience and being able to go and actually do it and try to throw those in the early counts and throw a change up in a 3-1 count. And that's what I did last year. And I, I made myself and the catchers made me throw these pitches in uncomfy counts where they're like, you got to be in the zone or it's going to be a walk. And that's how you develop and that's how you grow. And, uh, you know, I've taken what I did last year and I've tried to build on it and there's been some bumpy roads this year and I'm still learning, but I, I for sure have a ton of confidence in myself and what my stuff is doing. And I, I have a full idea of what I want to do with the baseball and what I'm trying to do with these hitters now, instead of kind of just going up there and be like, here's my nasty stuff. Let's hope you not hit it. I'm, I feel like I'm really pitching now, and it, it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Cade, you know, maybe to that point, 
we're not able to watch every one of your starts from from here in D.C. We, we see stat lines mostly. And right. the numbers say that over your last seven starts compared to your first seven starts, that you're really trending in the right direction. You're going deeper into games more consistently. Some of that is is the team allowing you to go deeper into games more consistently. But but some of it, too, is your pitch count and, and showing them that you can do that. And you're beyond the, the depth of your starts, it appears that the quality of your starts is getting better over the last handful of weeks. Do you feel like that's been the case? Do you feel like you're really settling into a groove more now than you were earlier on in the season? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I feel I feel settled in. Um, I know what I'm doing with my body. Uh, I prep it every week, and I've been able to make every start feeling very good. Uh, the only other one was just an illness, like, you know, you got to pitch six sometimes and that happens. But being able to I, I had, you know, I think it was four or five starts in a row where I kind of was able to get in a routine. I got one of my starts skipped this year early on and then had a couple skipped, you know, just out of my control. So um, you got to you got to be able to set mentally and just I, I focused on preparing my body to go to war every six days and being able to have it move freely, athletically and uh, efficiently and be able to recover. And that, that's, that's another huge thing that I've learned a ton about is my body and um, trying to, you know, just get it right before those starts. Um, but it's, it's been trending in the right direction and I like where I'm headed. And like I said, I, I feel like I know what I'm doing with the ball right now. And uh, I have a really good plan in my head and now I'm excited to try to go execute it. Cade, when we talked last year, I remember you telling me that you really enjoyed the work in between starts, the preparation, the, the getting your mind, your body in a place where when you take the mound on your start day, that's the fun part is you just go out there and, and get to pitch, but you enjoyed the grind in between outings. And you mentioned how you've kind of gotten into a good routine. How have you gone about doing that? Has there been someone, whether it's a, a coach, Matty Lee Croy, or uh, someone along the way, or or maybe a, a veteran pitcher that you've been alongside that has kind of helped you develop that routine and settle into something in between starts that really works for you. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a work in progress, honestly, over these last three years. Um, you know, my junior year uh, in college, I became a full time starting pitcher, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to swim my way through the waters, just figuring out how how much I want to do in between starts and what I want to do with my body wise. And uh, whenever I got into pro ball, that, that uh, alt site experience, I got to see for the first time up close, you know, in person, how these professional pitchers go about their, their daily routines and what they're, what they're trying to do and the treatment they get and uh, all that. So you're, you're always learning. And over these last three years, I've been learning and I've been learning my body and how it responds to, you know, like just different treatment techniques, like cupping, needling, just realizing, trying to be very uh, cognitive of how how it's responding and what I feel like on the day before, the day of a start. And you're not always going to feel great. And, and that's just part of pitching. But, you know, there are steps that you can take in order for you to feel at your best for that week. And I feel like I've been able to find my body. And, you know, it's got contrasting, like a hot and cold routine, Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of meditation, a lot of breath work, um, a lot of visualization. And then I, I just, you know, change your diet around a little bit. And uh, I'm looking a little skinnier than last year, but I feel I feel just as strong, um, just as sharp. And 
uh, I, I'm very excited with where my body's at. And you know, like I said, like you said, um, I, I fell in love with the work and I, I really enjoy, like I, it's, it's a hobby of mine, just like self-care, taking care of my body. It's, 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 it's really fun. I need to find that, that hobby, taking, taking yeah. care of my body and, and getting into that. Yeah. I'll, have to, yeah. I'll have to pick your brain uh, yeah. when you get up here to DC for some, uh, some ways to do that. Uh, Cade, last question for you. Um, there, there really are no stops between AAA and the big leagues. This is it, right? Like you've reached the top level of the minor leagues. We've talked about the success that you've had of late. You can't control when you get called up from AAA to the majors, but do you feel like you're close? Do you feel like this version of Cade Cavalli is close to being a big league pitcher and ready to get into a, a major league rotation and go about that work every fifth day? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, this is this is what this is what I do every day, and I, I prepare myself every bit of myself to be able to go be in a, a big league starting rotation and help compete to get a W that day. And uh, that's, I, I feel very comfortable. Um, I feel like I do belong there. And uh, like you said, I can't control the time and, you know, it's, just, it's, it's out of my control. There's nothing else that needs to be said. And uh, I've, I've just put my head down being where my feet are. My feet are in Rochester and they're, you know, they're in AAA currently and that's where I am and I'm learning and uh, I'm, I'm getting to learn about myself more. And, uh, you know, I like where I'm headed and uh, I'm very confident in what, what I'm doing and I'm excited for the future. I really am. And whenever that time comes, if it does come, uh, you know, I'm gonna try to take that chance. I mean, that uh, opportunity to run with it and do something, do something really good with it. Okay, we're excited for that as well. Believe me, whenever that time comes, we're ready for you here in D.C. We can't wait to see it in a Nationals uniform. Congrats again on another Futures game opportunity. You're going to have a blast out there this year, just like you did last year. I uh, hope you soak it all in and look forward to talking to you again soon, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. We'll be right back with another Futures game participant, Darren Baker. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. Well, Cade Cavalli is at AAA Rochester. He's dominating there, and he's going to the Futures game. He's going to be joined by a guy that's a couple levels down in the Nationals minor league system, and that's Darren Baker. Darren, obviously the son of Dusty, who we all know here in D.C., and a guy that's new to the Nationals system, a 10th round pick last year out of Cal Berkeley, has spent this year at high A has put up solid numbers, playing a smooth second base, and now gets an opportunity to go to the Futures game to compete against some of the top prospects in Major League Baseball. An awesome opportunity for a guy that we've known for a while. We've seen 
develop into an impressive young man and now an impressive pro ball player as well. Here now is my interview with a guy that's going to the Futures game for the first time, Darren Baker. Darren, how are you, man? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to talk to you as well. And congratulations. This is a super exciting thing. Um, the, I mean, you've known about the Futures game for a while now. I, I imagine you've watched it a handful of times. It's not off. I mean, th this is a, an event that sends the top prospects in Major League Baseball from all levels, guys from AAA, AA, and, and some from single A as well. Um, you as a guy that's at high A, to find out that you're going to the Futures game, wh what was that like for you to get that news? Uh, it was pretty crazy. Uh, our manager, um, you know, he called me into the office and he told me, uh, I didn't really believe it at first. Uh, and then I got a call from Dijon and uh, he congratulated me. And it's, it's pretty surreal on my end. Uh, you know, the draft coming up, it'll be, you know, mark a full year, uh, my first full year in pro ball. So uh, I'm just grateful and I'm excited. Your dad is going to be out there as well, managing the American League team for the All-Star game. And, and you just told me that you guys are going to get to overlap a little bit. You're going to stay an extra day. Um, you guys have had so many cool experiences together in baseball. Baseball is so much a part of, of your guys' lives and, and your relationship. What do you expect this will be like, that you get to be out there participating in a showcase event the same you know, week that your dad is going to be managing the AL All-Star uh, team? Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, you know, unfortunately, he won't be able to see the actual Futures game, but, um, you know, just my mom, my sister, and uh, a bunch of family, you know, we can share, uh, you know, two events, you know, my dad and All-Star game and, and my game in the same week. Darren, you mentioned that it's been pretty much a year since the Nationals drafted you in the 10th round out, out of Cal. Um, I mean, you – you've been around the game for so long and you've been around major league clubhouses for so long, but I'd imagine once you're, you know, a professional ball player yourself, you're going out there every day against guys that are doing this for a living, just like you are that your overall game and perspective on the game has changed a lot in the course of the last year. How would you say that it has changed? Uh, it's changed uh, immensely. Um, you know, just, my respect for, you know, everybody we play at, at every level. I mean, it's not easy to go out and play every single day, um, you know, at, at this level against, you know, some of the best competitions. So, uh, you know, I just have a new respect for, you know, the guys in the big leagues now and, um, you know, the old timers that I know, you know, it's definitely not easy. So um, I, I've learned a lot already and uh, still got some time to go. What's the biggest thing you have learned? Uh, you know, that, you know, it's not always, you know, this trajectory, um, you know, there's bumps in the road. It, it's kind of how you handle it. Um, I feel like, you know, with everybody being so good at this level, the, you know, the, the separation really isn't that much. It's, it's mm -hmm. kind of the little things between the ears. And, um, you know, I, I feel like that's probably the biggest thing I've learned. Darren, how have you acclimated to the high A level? What, what have been the things that you think you've done really well at in terms of transitioning from college ball to, to high A ball? And what are some things that you hope to continue to improve at over the course of the rest of the season? Yeah, um, you know, I, I started off pretty hot. 
uh, to begin the year. And, um, you know, I, I missed 10 days with some health and safety issues. So uh, I've just been trying to, to kind of get back my timing since then. Um, but, you know, I take a lot of pride in my defense. Uh, you know, our uh, development coaches and, and coaches in Florida and spring training, you know, they put in a lot of work with me. And uh, I feel like I've made some big strides on that end. Darren, uh, offensively, you've always kind of been a gap-to-gap hitter. Uh, how do you feel like offensively you've acclimated? And what type of work are you putting in every day? Take us behind the scenes a little bit into your process to try and you know continue to build on what you've done offensively to this point and, and uh, progress in that area. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I'm making, you know, swing adjustments are – are trying to clean up things, uh, you know, that are hitting coach Tim Doherty here. And, uh, we watch a lot of video and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I faced some, some top level pitchers in the past. Uh, you know, I went to Cape Cod twice and just through, um, college. So I, I feel like it helped me, um, uh, kind of hit the ground running when I got here, but uh, I feel like there's still a lot I'm still working on and, and have to learn, uh, you know, I, I can go on all day about hitting, but. <laughs> what about defensively? You mentioned that that's something that you can control and that you uh, you put in the work at every day to try and be as, as steady and consistent a defender as you can be. What's what's the process like for you on that side of the ball? Uh, it's a lot of early work and, and um, you know, extra ground balls and things before the game, but. Um, you know, we've just been focused on really my, my double play turns around the bag, uh, kind of just feeling comfortable at different arm angles and, and things like that. So it's just a lot of practice. It's just repetition. Um, but, you know, I feel like I'm getting better every day. Darren, how much have you been in contact with your dad through – you mentioned that it's not a linear, a linear trajectory as a professional ball player. How much have you talked to your dad about navigating those bumps in the road, navigating, uh, you know, the ups and the downs of a professional season? Yeah. Um, you know, we spoke about it a lot, even when I was in high school and in college, you know, I, I went through some rough stretches in the past. Um, but, you know, he, he explains to me, you know, I mean, you know, my trout goes over for 26 streak or, or whatnot. I mean, it happens to everybody, you know, um, you play baseball long enough, you're going to hit a rough patch. But um, like I said, you know, what separates guys is, is how you handle it and, um, you know, just be mentally tough enough to, to keep pushing. Where does that mental toughness come from for you? How, how have you been able to, uh, to deal with some of the disappointments in the game, whether it's, you know, anything really, whether, you know, mm-hmm maybe feeling like you should have gotten drafted higher or you should get more playing time or just dealing with slumps. How, how have you uh, been able to, to formulate that mental toughness for you personally? Yeah, I think it's just from, you know, personal experiences, uh, you know, just to begin with, it's not easy. You know, I grew up in the same hometown as my dad and, you know, we play the same sport. Um, so, you know, it's just the expectation and things like that. And, you know, my junior year, the COVID round draft, I, I didn't get selected. Um, so, you know, it's just belief in myself. And I know I've been through, um, you know, rough patches before. And, you know, everything ends up better than it was before. 
Um, so it's just trusting that and, um, you know, going through it, I, I know I'll be all right. Darren, last question for you. I was just talking to Kay Cavalli, who's going to be going to the Futures game with you. And, and he was, you know, we were kind of saying that as a player, you can't control where the organization is going to move you, where they have plans for you, what level you're going to be at. For him, he can't control when he's going to get called up to the major leagues. You can control, though, your process, how you go about it, and um, those sorts of things. So you can't control a year from now where you're going to be in the Nationals minor league system. But if I was to say that, you know, you could you could pick one thing that a year from now you were going to be significantly better at this one thing to give you a good chance to continue to rise through the ranks. What would that one thing be that you can control uh, and you want to significantly improve that? It's uh, a good question. Um, you know, one thing that I control that, you know, I feel like, you know, helps the team is. It's just different intangible things like uh, they may not show up on the stat sheet, but if you watch the game, uh, you know, you'll know I had an impact on it, uh, whether it be base running or defense or, you know, anything. I feel like um, just being around the game so much, I, I have a good feel. And, uh, you know, I, I think this time next year, uh, I'm going to be better at everything. Uh, you know, I feel like just being so new here, I mean, I'm learning like every single game. Um, so, you know, I know I can get a lot better and I'm excited. We're excited too, Darren. It's been a lot of fun watching you from afar in your first full professional season. We're pumped to watch you out in the Futures game as well. So congratulations on that. Congratulations on your success thus far and uh, looking forward to watching you the rest of this way. Thank you for having me again. Always nice speaking to you. Yeah, you too, man. Take care. Yeah. That'll do it for the Nats Insider Podcast this week. My thanks to Cade and Darren for joining me on this episode. Going to be a lot of fun watching them compete out in Los Angeles. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Go big or go home. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.